Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the Yahoo Sports College Podcast with Dan Wetzel. Sully brings up that uh, Garden Minshew, Minshew is from Mississippi. Yeah. Yep. Can you uh, put him to work as a recruiter? I knew it by the George. Pete Thamel. Somebody just stumbled by carrying one of those grenade drinks, by the way. And let our listeners know it's 2.41 in the afternoon. And SI's Pat Forty. Princess Kate is a beautiful woman. Prince William is bald. Here's Pat, Pete, and Dan. All right. Welcome to the pod. We are, uh, we're all together, coming to you live from Intuitions, uh, Priestess Katharina's spot. She is a uh, voodoo priestess and a clairvoyant psychic. 1233 Decatur Avenue, deep in the heart of the French Quarter. I'm sure none of our listeners, when you said Intuitions, had their mind wander that we rely from a different kind of we place. We're not at that... <laughs> There are no gentlemen here. <clears throat> that is so true. We would not need a club. That is true. <laughs> uh, no, it is not that type of place. Uh, it's a great it is place. wonderful. It, it is, is a, a great, great place. place. I, I don't. If you're listening on the pod, as most of you are, it just these doors open up to the street, so you're gonna hear some trucks go by, drunks wandering by, whatever. Oh, whatever yeah. happens. There's a here. lot of purple velvet, which I'm a huge fan of. A lot of purple velvet. There's, There's a crystal some, yeah. ball. Yeah, uh, there's a magnifying glass which Dan fails to know the name of. There um, is uh, some cards, some tarot yeah. cards, right? Don't, don't yeah. look. I don't. Dude, you're gonna be cards. Huh? There are there's chicken a, bones. There's a an chalice. chalice full yeah. of chicken bones, and you can roll the bones. Uh, we do this later. Uh, Pete and I have already interviewed Priestess Katharina. You are gonna want to stick around to the end of the podcast because it is great. She makes predictions. I uh, know she reads into the the characters. We ask her some questions. We pose questions about what's going to happen on Monday night. Uh, so stick around for the whole podcast. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the woman's legit. She, she's, yeah. oh, yeah. You know, Over as clairvoyants go, I'd yeah. say she is among the most clairvoyant. I yes. was going to ask some questions about me personally, but I was too terrified to know. <laughs> yeah. I figure yeah. that uh, it's all going to end in disaster for me. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't bring the ghost of Christmas <laughs> future into this yeah. podcast. It's so. unlikely. Things are going to go even better. No, that's not what's going to happen. So. <laughs> Speaking of better, though, gentlemen, uh, let's go through the uh, race for the uh, check standings. Ah, because oh. let's. Yeah. Cause, um, I could have used the I could have used the priestess before I made my bull picks. Yeah, sure my bull picks. 
Uh, 28 and 12 for me. I was straight fire. Straight fire. How about that? And as I said on Twitter, you didn't know who was playing in some of the bowls, the names (laughs) of some of the bowls or the locations. But the best was he would would be like, I'm taking Louisiana. No reason. No no need for me (laughs) to explain. No reason needed. Because it's the correct answer is why. How much? I took Miami, by the way. You could have won any bowl pool. Did you enter any bull pools? No. Okay. Did you bet on any of the games? No. Okay. I went so, 28 and 12 on an <laughs> epic hot streak, and I got a, nothing out of it. Yeah. Except <laughs> I'm going to drink off of pa- uh, Pete's tab tonight because Pete got 21 and 19. You lost with a winning record. How about that? Our stiff competition. Pat Forty, 25 and 15. Sully. 24 and 16. We did a good job. Yeah, we actually people did. actually, we could actually like pretend that we know something about college football in this podcast. I should have uh, bet our yeah. picks. You guys will be paying off your Christmas credit cards on, on our stuff. So uh, do we have a plan on where we're going to destroy Pete's credit card tonight? Well, I know there was a Google search for most expensive bar in New Orleans. Yeah. So I thought that was a good start. And then Joe Garza, famed Yahoo editor, actually found a place with a, a bourbon that was like $325 for a two-ounce pour. Okay. I, that's so I, that's I, not I a lot of ounces. Yeah, I know. That'll only last a, a couple minutes. So we'll, we'll go through a few of those. Luckily, yeah. we're not going to go there because, I mean, you guys have famed every man taste, right? Not, not when – let me tell not you about that. Every man. Yeah. Every man's taste changed when someone else is picking up the tab. That's right. The working man's beers. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and just to completely throw myself on the sword, I also owe Pat a dinner tonight Correct. off a separate friendly wager on the podcast because I thought Ohio State was going to uh win slash cover in the Clemson game. They obviously did not. Thank you very much, Chris Olave, for slipping and falling on that <laughs> final play. And uh, therefore, I will be picking up Pat's uh, fried chicken and alligator Wasn't cheesecake. Was I on that too? Uh, nope, you weren't. Uh, you could just write it off. I mean, we're on the company dime here anyway. Like, let's like, let, let, it's let, more let, fun. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Yeah, well, um, yeah. So Giacomo is the famed New Orleans institution. Yeah. Uh, is where I will be bending my personal credit card tonight to there pay for Mister Forty's wow. dinner. There I go for what she will remind me about for the next nine months. That'll really be the fun part. Expensive night for young yes. Pete family here. Yes. All right. Well, let me tell you something. We have a national championship game coming up on Monday, but I don't care about that. Because Mike Leach, the pirate, has fulfilled all of our dreams and is coming to the SEC. Ahoy. He is going to coach at Mississippi State, which comes on the heels of Lane Kiffin returning to the SEC and fulfilling our other dreams and coaching at Ole Miss. So let's just say that the three of us all watched the Egg Bowl probably beginning to end this year, right? I did. I watched. I didn't watch beginning to second end. Half, yeah, I watched, so second I half. I watched every snap of the Egg Bowl this year. Because that's what we do. That's we what Thanksgiving's about. Exactly. No. <laughs> he was studying up for the Boca Raton Bowl where he could ditch his 99-year-old grandmother. So now the Egg Bowl, America gets the Egg Bowl back. Now, it had its moment during the Dak Prescott Mississippi State years when there were CFP ramifications on the line. And uh, Mississippi, Old Miss was obviously very good under Hugh Freeze for a run. And Mississippi State had I don't their need them their to be good. It had a moment when a guy was dog peeing <laughs> in the pencil. It, it had the bat cock moment of all moments. <laughs> I don't care if they're good. But nobody, you know, no like meat and potatoes American sports fan in Chicago could have named the coach of either team this year, right? Didn't have to. Yeah. Didn't have to. Yeah. Not sure no, I could name. Is, not, not sure I could name. Everyone in America knows who Mike Leach is. Well, yeah. And everyone in America knows who <clears throat> Lane Kiffin is. Oh, and sure. they are both delightfully 
eccentric, delightfully anti-establishment in their own ways. And they are complete nuts who can't help themselves. And they keep saying ridiculous things. And that makes this my favorite game of 2020. This is what we need out of the yes. state of Mississippi. Uh, we don't yes, need absolutely. you trying to be all prim and proper and yeah. trying to be something you're not. Yeah. You're not fooling us. Yeah. Get get desperate. Get silly. Get yes. crazy. Which, you know, that's the thing. This has always been, I thought, the most nihilistic ri- rivalry of yeah. them all because they're gouging each other's eyes out for the right to be six and six and go to the <laughs> Independence Bowl or whatever, the Music City Bowl. Uh, and now, yeah, you're going to add two absolute provocateur character weirdo coaches and it's going to be phenomenal uh, it's a, a sully even opined that we should take the podcast to sec media days uh just just for that just for the freak show with those guys maybe See, we, we can get, get them the, on the air they're both uh we might be able to get them both together who knows yeah, maybe why not uh I, I will say this neither of them will be afraid to play it up Oh, and, yeah. You know, and stoke yes. the fires and, and they're so up different, the... too, though. That's the best thing, because Leach is this character. But when you talk to him, it's as I just smart. did uh, in preparation for the Cheez-It Bowl uh, <laughs> there, we were obviously down at the Fiesta Bowl and they had the press conferences at our hotel. So I went to see Mike and uh, he is just like we when you when you see him in person, he's very monotone. Oh, yeah. Like like he's not this like outlandish Captain Jack Sparrow outgoing guy. He's like very like he looked up and saw me. I just sent him a book about Whitey Bulger, the famed South Boston gangster. One of one of Mike Leach's. Uh, Which book did you send him? Uh, I sent him the Boston Globe book. Yeah, that's a better one. Yeah, it's the best what's one. It, what's it called? Yeah, Whitey? He hadn't read just, it yet. Yeah, I think it's just called it's Whitey. It's way better than Black but, Mass. Yes, it's uh, Kevin Cullen and Shelley Murphy. Yeah, so anyway, I live in South Boston, dance from the Boston area. So Mike Leach, every time he says, where do you live? And I say Boston goes on these like epic rants about uh, this was like me calling to see if he was taking the Arkansas job two weeks ago. And we talked about Whitey Bulger for like 22 minutes. And that's really the essence of Mike Leach. Yeah. <laughs> he is you, yeah. on whatever topic and tangent he wants to be. On. Correct. Yes. And that's, a, that's, a, that's a good way to Remember put it. His so. old serious radio show. He did the noon to two. I used to be a guest all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Right. yeah it was fascinating. When he was just tech. No, when he was in between jobs. Oh, yeah. He like two years. He lived right. in Key West. Yeah, that's right. And he would do the show. And then during commercial breaks, he'd do push-ups. That was, and that was his <laughs> workout. Really? And then the other 22 hours, he was free. That's what he's <laughs> And likely drinking in Key West. I mean, why not? Hey, that's where John Cohen, the Mississippi State AD, closed the deal yeah. in Key West. Yeah. yeah. No, they went and interviewed him there. And you wonder if they ran their search out of Atlanta through Parker, uh, the search firm there. You wonder if he was in Pullman if they hire him. Like, I think yeah, that's right? like a fair, I have no idea, but like, it's easy to hop on a private plane and go to Key West. Probably takes you 70 minutes, yeah. right? Pullman is a oh, true four and a half hours from Atlanta. And into another like dimension. Yes. Because Pullman's and, the like, worst town in America. There aren't exactly a lot of private airports. Like, you'd have to like, yeah. to, to land in Pullman and pull off an interview would be would be something, uh, you know, that would be very difficult to do. So, uh, yeah. Well, I got to tell you, this is exciting. So, uh, first off, uh, aside from the the antics, the 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 press conference, the you know he's a deep thinker. Yeah, you offer him stuff. Uh, um, do you? Do, uh, is this going to work? I mean, he's a successful coach most of the time. I think immediately Mississippi State has something and it hasn't happened since Mullen left that is a very distinct identity, right? Quarterbacks are going to want to go there. Receivers are going to want to go there. Now, will defensive recruits want to go there? Probably not. Uh, his D.C. hire is going to be huge, but it's always been huge. Look, he found Alex Grinch out of nowhere. Yeah. And those were his best years at Washington State right. when uh, when he did that. They'll certainly have – I mean, he was he was going to make $4 million next year at Washington State. So I would imagine the, the cheese in Starkville is going to be somewhere around $5 million. But John Cohen, the AD there, smart enough to say, hey, 
look, we need to we need to get a good defensive coordinator. This yeah. is not going to work. But your quarterback, where people are going to be dying to get in that quarterback room, like the portal now, like he's going to have his pick of the best quarterbacks in the uh, in in the portal now. Um, I don't think he'll have much time for Garrett Schrader, the the, the knucklehead well, quarterback see, who was suspended for that's, the uh, that's the thing he's going to need. I mean, because they 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 are doing a radical shift in scheme. Yes, so they need different personnel quickly because that has been a run-heavy, quarterback run-heavy operation, certainly under Joe Moorhead. And so now, I mean, like, I think it's going to take a little while. I mean, yes, they they better utilize the portal, but if they can't go get great guys out of the portal, it's going to be a while to get people that are going to play the way Leach always plays. Sully brings up that uh, Garden Minshew is from Mississippi. Yeah. Yep. Can you uh, put him to work as a recruiter? I knew it by the jorts. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> the jorts, the stash. Yeah. The whole thing. Um, I th- first off, I think both teams will be good. Uh, but then I just think the antics will be. Oh, it's going to be, be phenomenal. phenomenal. Well, like no. you got Leach going up against Saban. You got Leach going up against Orgeron. Yeah. Like no. that's, you know, well, like Ed Orgeron is now the third yeah. most colorful coach yeah. In the SEC West, yeah, <laughs> it's hard to believe. Yeah. I mean, if we could have yeah. only, we only really had one more to get back. Yeah. The, tr- the triumvirate of yeah. Bobby Petrino to Arkansas. Yeah, no, Bobby Petrino went to Arkansas. So we'll We'd see. all just have to move to like. But, uh, but we do like Memphis. Uh, yes, <laughs> cover what, the SEC West. What's the guy say? Yes, sir. No, what's he say? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sam Pittman. Sam, Sam Pittman. Pittman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got my him. new. He's yeah. my new you know, favorite. Goober at large. Yeah. yeah, we've been very optimistic about the hiring. Goober at large to fail two days after. Then I like them. That's not going to work. Now I like them. Now I like them. Uh, it's probably not going to work. My but, like, yeah, I got to ask Sully a question real quick here. From the Tennessee perspective now, are the Vol fans going to be all the more like, oh, my gosh, we should have hired Leach when we could have? No? No. What happened in the last two days? Got two five-star offensive linemen in the last uh, two days. Tennessee's always recruiting. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well one of the interesting two, two ties is that Cohen is tight with John Curry, and he's tight with Greg Byrne, both of whom interviewed Leach and really liked him That's in his true. previous jobs. Yep. Yep. Uh, Arizona interviewed Leach when they hired Rich Rod, and obviously Curry very famously had Leach on the line for Tennessee yep. when, uh, when, when that whole— called in and fired. Correct, yeah, fired that, before that whole disaster unfolded. Well, we'll see. Leach is going to have a shot. I think it's uh, great. I've always wanted to see what he would do with great talent. He certainly had a lot of really good talent at Texas Tech, and he had yeah. a lot of good ones at, at Washington State. But Mississippi State is not the easiest place to recruit, but it's not as hard as those places. Yeah, yeah I, don't think- that, I mean, there's there's talent in Mississippi yes. and oh, yeah. in the surrounding states. Now, yes, can you get them from the other states or the other schools? But still, if you, you keep enough of them home, you're going to have some talented players. It's going to be fun, if nothing else. All right, let's talk um, – uh, you know what? Before we get to the national title game, I got to talk about the uh, the transfer portal, as Pete put it. Did you see who entered the transfer portal? I'm kind of stealing Pete's joke from the other day. <laughs> Prince <laughs> Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. So I, I don't, I'm Harry. not a you might. I am not a royal family expert, as you might. I'm shocked to hear that. Okay, yeah. but did you see this? We'll get to the championship game. The prince and the princess have decided. To no longer be prince and princess. So that's basically it. They're they're basically. leaving. Yeah. Sorry. So they like, just stumbled by carrying one of those grenade drinks, by the way. And let our listeners know it's two forty one in the afternoon. <laughs> it's probably probably a third third one. Yeah. Can you do this? Can you say you're not <laughs> I mean, a royal? I, sure you can. You can do anything you want. <laughs> but I mean, nobody ever does. That's the thing. I mean, it's like you're giving up 
if you were you're not born on third base, you're born a foot from home. <laughs> no, you're right? the, all you gotta do is roll over to touch home. I don't right? think you, you gotta, gotta do anything. That. This is like you are born into a a membership at Winged Foot and you know a a vacation home in the Hamptons and everything else, and you're like, nah, I don't want. I mean, I'm this like, is better than that. You go anywhere you want. Yeah. Only your brother, who's the king, right. has it better than you. Yeah. This is my thing, right? I mean, he gets married, and now we're out. I, I, what is this? Is this is my thing for just a general of husbands out there? I think we have plenty of husbands. We have some women listen to. Although any woman that says she listens, I immediately want to put her on a watch list. I don't know why this is fucking. <laughs> but some women do. But mostly we're ma- male male listeners. I mean, a lot of us husbands are out there trying to just like, you know, the best we can offer our wife is like, you know, we we sometimes bring home the groceries. We sometimes. keep the seat down, uh, <laughs> knock out the mortgage most months. Okay. And that's all we got. We don't, right, Pat? I mean, we don't have a whole lot to offer. Here is the dang Prince of England. And 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 he marries this woman and and Megan. I mean, this is high maintenance. This is my read on it. She's like, <laughs> yeah, this isn't enough. Not isn't enough. Well, I don't like this. I don't want to be the princess anymore. I mean, he literally could be like, you. I will make you a princess. Right. This- and she's going. Yeah, no, I think we're going to move to Canada. Are they going to live in Canada? I don't know. They were in Canada the other day. Uh, I don't like, know. I but... practically live in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, difficult places snow. to watch college yeah. football. Although, she is a Northwestern grad, and if you had to watch any of their games last year, you may want to move to a country where you can't get the Big Ten Network. <laughs> this guy. This was the headline in the Chicago Tribune. It's a great headline. Northwestern graduate moving closer to home after spending time abroad. <laughs> that was pretty clever. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I mean, she is abdicating. And you know what? Good for her, man. Keep it real. Get the heck out of there. What are you talking about? I I know she is undercutting an entire Disney sub-industry of Disney princesses, you know, and and selling those little princess gowns to little kids. You know, I don't know whether your girls ever, you went to Disney and bought them. Oh, yeah. They they rob you down there. Of course they do. (laughs) Ski man. Here we go. King Tightwad here. (laughs) But, no, I mean, she is undercutting that entire Genre. I don't want to be the princess. And Sarah, yeah, she doesn't want to be the princess. I'm, I'm down with it. Good for this, her, this, man. This, Go. This, write up the divorce papers right now. This is the last. <laughs> prince Harry's going to be like, she's breaking. better looking he, than he is. I, of course, this is the thing. You're the prince. Yeah. She would never have let him direct message her on Snapchat unless he's the prince. <laughs> she should have known what she was getting into. His that name. His name is Prince Harry. You know, <laughs> oh, the only reason you talk to this guy is because he's the prince. Well, and if you look at the yeah, like she was a, a, a was a deal or no deal. She held the luggage and opened up the thing. Yeah, that right. was her old job. Yeah. And he takes her and makes her prince, princess. She hangs out with him. And then she's like, oh, too much publicity. She's you, keeping it real. She's she she had real. to know what you're getting into. You don't marry them. Yeah, Fine. Like, this but poor guy. You are correct, though, that royalty brings on certain benefits that these guys might not have accrued otherwise. If you were you, you were at the Olympics in London. Yeah. Prince William was there with uh, Princess Kate. Princess Kate is a beautiful woman. Prince William is bald. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute. Okay, something. There's clearly a royalty bonus here that I think has also think, been accrued I mean, yeah. to Harry. I don't know. This is just. I don't know how you just quit the royal fan. This guy is going to want to get right back into that. Remember when Brad Pitt and, and, and Angelina Jolie and he made like she made like Brad Pitt like adopt like twenty seven kids and live oh, in yeah, Tibet yeah, and right. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> "What were you like doing, that. dude?" 
should be back in Hollywood lounging by a pool with Jennifer Aniston. I mean, Angelina Jolie's great, but not. Yeah, you don't the, give the up. Twenty-seven you, kids that went with it. Yeah, no. It, it, you did, yeah, pictures. You'd be like carrying three kids to a right, airport. Right. Well, this guy's he, gonna be raking leaves somewhere, watching college football. Going, it's, it's all right. Raking no leaves. Ain't raking no leaves. I don't know. I'm, this is the most yeah. stunning news. He, he won't watch the Egg Bowl. <laughs> Maybe he will. Maybe he listens. Yep. Prince, if you, Prince Harry, we know that Princess not, Katarina listens to the podcast. You yeah. would be the second bit so, of royalty to be on our podcast. But we will right. let. I will. I will extend an open invitation to him. Priestess, not princess. Yeah, priestess. I'm sorry. She's not a princess. She's a priestess. I would extend an open invitation to Prince Harry if he wants to. We we will. If you want. I'd skip that week. I'm not into the Your wife wants you to be (laughs) just a regular American dude. Well, let me tell you, there is nobody more regular American than this trio dripping with failure. Well, purposeless kind of life. We're not talking about Leach's staff. Yeah, purposeless. <laughs> Who's going to be the strength and conditioning the coach there in yeah, Starkville? <laughs> All right. Well, I just had to get to that. I, I was stunned by this news. He will regret it, and uh, I don't think it'll last. <sighs> Love is dead, Pat. Love is dead. <laughs> it always <laughs> leads to <laughs> relationship advice yeah. from the pod. Yeah. Here we go again. Something we've, when, we've long excelled at. When being a prince isn't enough. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's uh, it's pretty tough. We watch that uh, that uh, House Hunters on HGTV, and sometimes they have like newlyweds, and the, they'll be like a the wife will be like, "I need an entire closet for my shoes." She's like twenty three years old. Oh, I'm boy. like, "Dude, run now! <laughs> yeah, you right. got no chance, newlywed." Can sign looking for a house in the Bad Nashville sign. suburbs. Yeah, you're never going to be able to afford her. So I'm gonna. I got a couple title game questions here for you. Okay, right. so this is obviously going to be epic. Uh, I, I don't know anyone who's not excited for this game. Even probably some Ohio State fans are into it. We know there's stars all over the field. What do you guys think when Clemson has the ball, LSU needs to do? And what is, when LSU has the ball, does does uh, does Clemson have to do? Let's start with when when Clem when Trevor Lawrence has got the ball. How does LSU stop them? Or what do you want to see that makes you think they got a chance? Because either one of these teams is capable of just scoring pretty much any time they touch the ball, and someone's got to stop them. This is not going to be a low-scoring affair. ETN's the most versatile and valuable player probably outside of Trevor Lawrence for Clemson, but I think they've got to be able to spread the field, throw to the outsides to their very good receivers, Justin Ross, T. Higgins, uh, Amari Rogers, Joseph Ngati. Like, if you want you want an X-Factor guy, Joseph Ngati, freshman, really talented, has made some big plays. I think you get to these games and sometimes you want that little bit of a secret weapon you throw out there. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's him. But it's again, they're going against a great secondary. So it's great receivers against a great secondary. Christian Fulton's been awesome. Uh, Derek Stingley, the freshman, has been maybe the best freshman defensive back in the country. Grant Delpit, uh, who wouldn't, I mean, he isn't even the best DB in the secondary, but he won the Jim Thorpe Award for top DB. Uh, so that to me is the matchup that's going to be really important in this game. And, that, you know, the Clemson wide receivers are really tall. You can throw a lot of jump balls to those guys and they can win them most of the time. We'll see if they can win them against this secondary. But that's they did that last year in the playoff. Uh, they did, did it earlier this year. They didn't do it as much against Ohio State, but Ohio State also has some stud corners. So that's that's the matchup I'm looking at there. 
I think my favorite part of this podcast is the people just wandering by. Well, the look oh, of yeah. disappointment Looking. when they realize it's <laughs> oh, yeah, just three yeah. jabronis that's talking the, about college football. We should probably like, tell oh, everybody. Is somebody famous in there? And they're yeah. like, yeah. like, we're like animals at the zoo. They're like, yeah, mm, we're in this no. front parlor of this yeah. cool little yeah. shop. And they're we like, have three cameras set up. Yeah. And we got Sully and Brad here. And, yeah. and Cody's around the corner. So it looks like this this big production. And yeah. then it's just like, us. They're like, that looks like the worst TV show ever. And they're, yeah. they're correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the game. So another X factor, if we're going to bring it up for Clemson, is the tight end Braden Galloway. He got suspended before the playoff last year for that. uh, The drug suspensions that a lot of people thought would hurt Clemson because Dexter uh, Lawrence, the big defensive tackle, got suspended as well. He came back for the playoff, had pretty minimal impact in that game. But if you're looking for like a surprise name that could maybe come out of nowhere, look, I think if Clemson's going to win this game, and I tried to talk myself into writing Clemson was going to win, and I just couldn't this morning. I like really, I have to do an X's and O's matchup, and I went through all my notes for all the coaches I talked to, and I was like trying to find the like stand on the table path to victory. And the one thing that I was like felt passionate about was ETN. I think it's just drastically underrated. He averages eight yards a carry. The way he ran away from that Ohio State defense in the Fiesta Bowl is one of like the indelible memories on the season for me. I mean, he looked like a cartoon character, just like like, like he was gone. And he didn't get that many carries in that game because Ohio State's defensive line had so much success. Um, I believe he only had nine or 10 and Lawrence had 16. Now, they're going to have to find more ways to get him the ball. Now, I think the question for Clemson is how will the offensive line hold up? LSU's defensive line is interesting. It's like old school big, like Nick Saban, early 2010s, giant name. Remember Terrence Cody, like that, that, that era. Now, people have gone away from those kinds of lines because football's changed and it's more dynamic and the ball spread around and everything. LSU has good old fashioned. Their nose tackle is 342 pounds and they have like Stonehenge basically on the, def- on the, on the defensive line. And they may not have the best stack statistics. Uh, Caleb Von Chason is a very good uh, pass rusher. Michael Divinity's back, which I think is a huge bonus for LSU. But their defensive line is not going to, it is going to dent the pocket, but it is not in pressure, but it's not necessarily going to have the same sacks. So can Clemson, A, move them? Probably not. B, game plan around them. Now, the thing Clemson did very well against Ohio State was that when things weren't working, they figured it out. It was QB run. It was those two screens uh, that ETN took took a long way. And I really feel like when Clemson has the ball, their ability to get ETN as many touches as possible is going to be their key to if they're going to win. All right. So what? And one more thing. Sorry. Go ahead. Ohio State's defensive backs, if you go back and watch the game, did a very good job getting physical with Higgins and Ross on the outside. There was a lot of press coverage. They're big, long, dynamic receivers. They're not necessarily strong and powerful. They are long and more long and lanky than 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 overwhelming. So LSU obviously is like DBU, and it's also press man U. So I think they're going to take the blueprint that Ohio State gave them and really try to beat up, especially on the outside, uh, Ross, and then obviously uh, Higgins. Amari Rogers is a little different in the, in the slot. It's maybe a little bit harder to do that there. But I really feel like their ability for the receivers to win the line of scrimmage is going to be another key aspect of Clemson with the ball. In all of that, did we answer the other question? I got I got distracted by the alcohol drive walking by. <laughs> to 
Can we answer how to? Because this is how Dan looks on Skype. Yeah, we, we, no, we haven't take... gotten to the other side. Okay, let's yeah. do that now. Yes. Look at I'm just too close to the the, the bars, yes. and I'm not drinking. Just, it is almost a little unfair. Coveting, coveting yeah. the. Uh, Someone go get me. Get him a hurricane. Get him a hurricane. Something to do here. He's like Thamel's talking about football. I'm enjoying it. I'm with hurricanes. It's like the worst day of the year for me. Haunting me. I feel like Prince Harry. <laughs> First time I got to move to Canada. All right. What? Uh, so oh, side I, of the ball. Yeah. What? Yeah, how, all right. How? How does Clemson stop LSU? Okay. That's. I think we did not answer. Yeah. I okay. think the two things. The one. The biggest thing see, they got to be able to right do. There, that. Geez. That guy. And this. Yo. This is going to be tough. I think is to pressure Burrow and at the same time contain Burrow. Because he's really hard to contain. He's so nimble in the pocket. He's athletic. He can run. And even if he's not running, he just feels pressure and moves away from the pressure and gives himself more time. And his receivers are great in scramble drills. So, I mean, they, you know, they're, they're, it's tough. But their defensive line was not very good against Ohio State. They're going to have to find a way to get more pressure. And they did better as the game went along. Venables figured out some stuff. They rolled the dice with some blitzes that worked. Uh, they're going to have to be able to find some ways to at least keep Burrow off balance. And then so the other part, that their secondary is good for Clemson, but they lost some one-on-one battles with Ohio State's receivers. Uh, they're going to have to be better in those areas. They're going to have to win those and, and not have guys that they're leaving open on the on the sidelines, that sort of thing. So, I mean, I think they're up against the stop. I think there's going to be plenty of points both directions. I, I you know, the, to me, the as good as Trevor Lawrence is, the, the Joe Burrow stat of where he has had at least 70% completion rate uh, rating or level, whatever, in uh, completion percentage in every game this year is absolutely insane. Now, I, I don't want to say this. Uh, you know, you don't want to over compare college kids to pros, but he reminds me, has characteristics that reminds me of Tom Brady in that he's very, very accurate. But when he has a bad quarter or a bad stretch, he figures it out. I always think people ask me, why is Tom Brady the, you know, win all he's the best I've ever seen at figuring out a defense during the game and then changing it up. And there are certain times when he has totally dominated the defense, like the Atlanta Super Bowl, where it's like, we will now score every time I have the ball because I know exactly what you're doing and I know exactly where to go. And we're at the peak of Tom Brady's powers. He was just unstoppable and things like that. And, and, and his ability to move. And, so Joe Burrow is not Tom Brady. Uh, I'm not going to say Joe Burrow is going to win six Super Bowls. But then again, Tom Brady wasn't completing 70% of passes in, in college games. Right? I mean, like, you can stop him a couple times, but it almost seems like he just gets better because of it. And I, I just – that to me is this – is you ha- as you said, you have to figure out how to stop this guy because as good as a lot of quarterbacks are in college, this season is just ungodly in his ability to just throw the ball on pace to break the single season NCAA percentage record, you know, which Colt, Colt McCoy said a decade yeah. ago. I think yeah. he's one percentage point ahead. He is. And it's almost if LSU is going to lose this game, he probably won't get the record because he would have to have a, right. an anomalous. Like yeah. there was a game he played against, I think it was Texas A&M that they, you know, he had monster stats, touchdowns, completions. And then somebody pointed out to me, that was his seventh best game of the year. You know, like it was like, you know, just complete, uh, just completely torching. Um, one thought on, on Burrow, I talked to some opposing defensive coordinators and defensive coaches uh, coming into the game for the uh, for a story on Yahoo that will be uh, 
likely posted by the time our listeners hear this. And somebody said that the pre-snap picture is the thing that's most important to borrow. Because basically the way the offense works is if they're going to do this, we're going to do that. Yeah. And it's like built-in answers. All right, they're going to play them inside. We're going to go to the outside. Like, And all those answers are built in. All right, you're going to double there. We're going to take the backside with single coverage. So That's NFL QB. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, and so – the thought is you need to confuse him and not give him a clear picture. You need to give him late movement. So Venables is a really interesting guy. He's this like quirky defensive genius. He's never taken a head coaching job. He's this sort of like quintessential steel jawed college football character slash caricature. He's, he's a, I've always been a, a gentleman in my, in my dealings with yeah. him. I, I think he's a, he's, he's the X factor if they're going to stop him because he has 16 days to prepare. And it's an equation like that. Nobody has come close to figuring out like no one has come close to figuring out how to do it i don't know if this year he has the personnel to find the answer to that equation if you if you look at the talent differential so i'm gonna i'm gonna pat myself on the back and say my picks have been eviscerated on this uh, podcast so far i was the only uh, yahoo employee to pick clemson to win the national title game last year and uh, i did not think they'd win 44 16 but i did think they'd win and part of that was just People, NFL people especially, were so overwhelmed by their talent, and it was a very good Alabama team, but it was not like a vintage edition of Alabama. And so this year, calling around, I didn't get a whole lot of people telling me to pick Clemson. And the defensive line talent is not there. But if there's an X factor on Clemson's defense that I think is interesting, it's uh, defensive end Xavier Thomas. He is uh, a five-star recruit who is basically brought in to replace the, you know, Christian Wilkinses of the world, the the, the, free, the three defensive linemen who were, uh, who were there. He was the best defensive end in that recruiting class. It wasn't close when they got him. It was a huge deal. He has not flashed this year. He has one and a half sacks. He has eight tackles for loss, which is okay. He needs to sack Joe Burrow twice if Clemson's going to have a chance Whoa. to win that game. There you go. There we go. We, there's your over-under prop bet. That's right. Well, I got what? some. I have some prop bets, but go ahead. Okay. No, one, one just real quick note though, on what you were saying, though, that Nick Saban said that one of the things this LSU team does really well is make you declare your defense before the snap. And so that's, I think, the challenge to Bur- to Venables, like you were talking about. Can they can they give them something they can't read before the snap? Yeah, that's why I think Burrow is just such a exciting NFL prospect because he's basically, right. I mean, he's playing at an NFL level. And by was, the way, it's a home game for LSU. Yeah, it's a, we well, haven't we talked to, about that yet, but like, yeah. I mean, as we I sit think here, that might be a disadvantage, but oh, they they tend to win those championships down here. The thing, um, didn't they win all four of their titles in the city? Is that LSU? My, yeah. Have they won four? They, they won three. Yeah. Oh, seven. Yes. Oh, there's three, one in like yes, the 50s. And then I don't know about, yeah, like 1957 yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Paul Dietzel. Didn't you cover that? Pat was there for the Louisville Courier. Marriott points from that. Pat was here for the Louisville Courier Journal. Dietzel has outstanding bar tabs from that. I had to switch Marriott's. We're not mentioning that, though. If anyone should sponsor this podcast, it should be Marriott. Marriott or Bush Light. Like, you want to find us, we'll be at the Marriott bar. Yeah. Because uh, then we can we can expense the tab to your room and you get the points. Uh-huh. I mean, so, you know. Uh, all right. Anyway, prop bets. Okay. I got some prop bets courtesy of uh, one of these places, sportsbetting.ag. Just go to the Yahoo Sports app and bet on there. Please. Yeah. Bet your mortgage on the Yahoo Sports yeah. app, please. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow passing touchdowns over under 3.5. Pete. I will take the over. I think it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Yep. I think he'll throw four or five. They may still not win. Over. I'm going over on that. Yep. 
Trevor Lawrence passing touchdowns over under 2.5. I'm going over there. I'll take the under. I think ATN, I think they're going to try to run ATN to milk the clock to limit possessions. I think if they have a plan to win, that's going to be the plan to win. Okay. Try to get Stonehenge tired. Uh, the one thing about LSU, and if I'm talking too much football, just smack no, me in the face We here. have the championship game. We can, talk, right, football. We can talk about football. You're allowed now. to talk football. Don't go to Topol? No. Championship <laughs> game? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to write that on my hand yeah. for future yes. podcasts. <laughs> no, I mean, yes. Sam Clemson, no, LSU. Yes. We can't talk football now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so you're always biased uh, by what you see in person as opposed to TV, right? When you're at a game and you're there. So I was on the sideline for Texas LSU. And I wish I, I, I looked this up and I could do it later. I believe nine LSU, Texas tried to go tempo on LSU to slow down the Stonehenges and, 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 and be able to use tempo to their advantage. And I believe there were eight or nine LSU players who left with cramps or oh, injuries. Yeah. Oh, like constant, it was, constant. It, I, I remember leaving the late, remember the air conditioning controversy yeah. in the locker room? Oh, I was yeah. like, should the real controversy be the spate of fake injuries yeah. that LSU used like, to slow down Texas's offense? Because that, that seemed to be a lot bigger deal in the game than like, is there air conditioning? And they're, they're yeah. bringing like HVAC experts to like figure oh, yeah. it out. Right. So if if Clemson can, it's it's catch 22, right? Do you want to go tempo and give them more possessions or do you want to like run clock, you know, be very deliberate, find Amari Rogers on third and three for four and keep going and going and going and, and, and run it and run it that way. So I think that's the, the game plan push pull that Tony Elliott is going to approach this week with. Now, it's interesting after the game, Dabo was very clear, like we were going to run Trevor Lawrence. Like we thought oh, yeah. that was the key right. to winning. Yeah. He, he said he wrote two things down. What was the second one? I forget. Um, I don't remember, but that was one. It might have been ETN screen. Yeah, screen game. I yeah. think you're right. I th- yeah. And it was, those, it was those two things. I think they need to run the ball. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it may it may not be conventional. It may not be between no. the tackles. Maybe but I think, maybe Lawrence again. Yes, and that's the you know the one thing. The great thing is Lawrence can do it. Oh yeah, you know I mean he's not Lamar Jackson, but he can run yeah. and he can take hits. He's yeah. tough. That yeah. stride on the long run. Oh, oh yeah, it was like Russell, three yards. A, yeah. a, a step. he's leaving run linebackers, good linebackers, and good DBs behind. Yeah. Was that Josh Proctor? Was he the one who he spun around on that? Or was oh, it? The, uh, yeah, he put on the ground. Yeah. 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 So yeah. ETN ninety four and half rushing yards over under i'm going over. high yeah i'm ETN. going over on over, that well. and then lawrence 52.5 rushing yards over i'm taking all the overs I'll on guess. all the offensive yes. I'll go under on that man. when That's this game lot. is nine to 52 yeah. subscribe right. to the podcast yeah. 52 <laughs> for like, yeah, quarterback. Like that, that auburn oregon championship game but yeah. i thought it was gonna be 50 to 45 yeah. and turned out like 22 19 52 yards for a quarterback no he's not good <laughs> he had a buck seven i want to say 106 i think but most of that was that 67 yard run all right team to score first lsu negative 150 clemson one i don't who cares yeah. there's nobody actually taking yeah. this bet yeah is there I don't know. No. LSU. I mean, they are. Team to score. How can you have conviction about those people? Like, no, it's like coin, you have a conviction about the coin toss. Coin toss. Yes. Right. Well, no, no, those people are bridge. It was like a season the Patriots like nine and one on coin tosses yeah. or something. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the hell? Belichick. <laughs> people um, are keeping track of it. Stop. They, they, taped, they, they stop. taped the officials doing the, uh, They deflated the coin. Yeah, they did. It. All right. How about this? Okay. How many times will Tigers be said during the first quarter? Oh Three and a half goodness. over under. Three and a half? Oh, my God. I'm way over. That's going to be like 30 and a half. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, they're both teams. Yeah. This is yeah. How many times are they going to say Death Valley? How many times <laughs> are they going to say Heisman over under one and a half? Going over. Yeah, over. Wait, wait, these guys got a lot. I mean, these quarters last a long time. They got a lot, of, yeah. a lot to talk. Will home field advantage be said during the broadcast? Yes, no. Definitely. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and again, it's going to be overrated. I'm here to tell you. 
Will 20. I disagree. I, I talked to Brady Quinn. He played in the Sugar Bowl against LSU. He said they had to go silent count. The whole game is 100% a road game. Yeah. So had to work out for that, LSU against Alabama in 2011. Well, yeah. Alabama didn't was get to midfield. a better team. Well, yeah. I know, I but I just don't think it's going to be the deal. Here's going to be the deal. They're spending 16 days in their home state being told how great they are and how much it's going to mean to everybody to win this game. I would rather have my team out of the hoopla than in this atmosphere two weeks. Now, yes, it, uh, and on game day, it'll help them. Yeah. But for two weeks leading up to it, I think it's a detriment. I mean, it's going to be 60, it's going to be 35% at least Clemson. Yeah. For, I mean, they get, they're gonna, not, they get 25,000 20, 20, out of the 74,000. Okay. And then they're going to, and then there'll be other Clemson fans. Yeah. Like six or seven. Uh, <laughs> they got money too. All right. Well, President Trump tweet during the game. Yes, no. I don't know. He did not last time. He just took his wave. Like, like President Trump going to this game is sort of like Alabama playing Eastern Kentucky the first week of the season. Like, it's the most predictable result you can ever have. <laughs> People are going to cheer. We were all in Tuscaloosa when Trump came out and, and waved on the video board. That place roared yep, for him. Cheering. So I was in the stands. They were he, cheering. It's a bye game. For I was President at, this Trump. is my he, third he, President Trump sporting event in the last uh, three, yeah. four months. I was at the UFC fight, too. Yeah, I th- I think he listens to the pod. All right. Enough with those stupid bets. Uh, do the Yahoo Sports app. It's way better. All right. Uh, so let's pick this game because we got to get to the Priestess. This is really good. And we do have an update. Priestess, we ask uh, some pertinent questions about ongoing sagas, mm. um, including yeah. maybe an, a, a situation in Guntown, Mississippi. So uh, people will want to hear it. It is quite an answer. We've already taped it. So I won't spoil it, but you're going to want to listen to this. All right. Let's do our picks here for the game. Pete? I think you've kind of given away your pick. But. Yeah, I gave away my pick. I tipped my hand already. I uh, I really wanted to pick Clemson and uh, be the lone genius again, but I can't. I can't do it. The, the 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 tape doesn't lie, and the tape leans LSU. I think a home field advantage will be helpful in some cases, and I think that uh, LSU is going to win forty one thirty eight. Oh, at forty, what do you got? Well. I have utilized the priestesses' materials, which you are all here in front of us. The tarot bones. cards, which you yelled at me earlier for looking at. <laughs> I don't look, think, I just here's just I number ten. That. Here's a picture of a guy carrying some sticks. He's wearing uh, Clemson red. He's with you know, and he's got kind of blonde kind of hair. Orange. That's Trevor Lawrence carrying the load. Oh, he's carrying oh. the load of the Clemson here. Clemson's going to win. The tarot card says so. The crystal ball says so. The chicken bones say so. I picked Clemson <laughs> at the beginning of the season. I picked Clemson on Selection Sunday. I'll stick with them. 37-35. B.T. Potter, the most maligned kicker in America, will kick the winning field goal. He stinks. He's terrible. It doesn't matter. He'll <laughs> kick one. That's, that's what things happen for Clemson. Things happen the right way. Right. Clemson wins. So my theory all year, as anyone listened, uh, knows, I w- said I would not pick against Clemson because it was like the old Alabama teams they occasionally pick against them yeah. and you're sitting in the third quarter yeah, watching feel stupid 45 to 14 yeah. Yeah. and you go what the hell is they thinking i'm gonna pick against clemson <laughs> okay <laughs> joe burrow has convinced me i may regret this but you know these i'm 28 and 12 baby <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kicked I, all your asses in this thing. So uh, may I suggest Clemson's going to win by like ten. A friendly, I mean, uh, LSU's going to win by like ten. A, a friendly wager. A friendly I'm just wager. suggest it right now. We're going to tape the podcast after the title game on Monday night. Either Dan or I, if Clemson wins, has to purchase the post game beverages for the hotel room where we tape it. If not. 
Okay. That's is that fair? Yeah, is that, that's fair. That, would, that's that will fair. not equal the Pappy Van Winkle bar tab that I'm going to get. <laughs> that's right. Although I heroically raided the mini bar in, after the Fiesta Bowl for, or for us. Really? Uh, how'd that, how'd that oh, bill go oh, with it your... Was, uh, it, was, <laughs> it was stout. Yeah. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to bring in Priestess Katharina. Pat, get out of here. <laughs> we are here with Priestess Katharina. She is a voodoo priestess. Psychic and clairvoyant. A clair- psychic clairvoyant. What street are we on? Are we on Bourbon Street? Decatur. We're Decatur. on Decatur. Sorry. We're on Decatur Street. We're on Decatur Street. Yeah. We're near Bourbon. We are deep in the heart of the French Quarter. And uh, we Quarter have... Over the French Market. French, right over the French yes. Market. We're, yeah. This is great. Uh, she is the. She claims to be the oldest, uh, oldest uh, psychic. clairvoyant psychic in all of Louisiana, but yes. she looks very young. Uh, so we don't we don't know. But she has this great little shop, and she somehow let us come in here. <laughs> so we have a few questions for you. We have some yes. pictures. We have let's see. We have cards. Yes. We have bones to roll. We have this crystal ball. We should we should clarify for our listeners that the bones to roll are actual like bones. animal bones. There are bones because there are other bones being rolled in the French Quarter that are not <laughs> animal bones. We just want to make sure our listeners do not think we take part in any of that chicanery. No, these uh, these are quite smaller. Yes, they are very small. Small what, bones. What kind of bones are they? Chicken. Chicken bones. Chicken okay. bones. All right. All right. We well, all like wings. We like chicken. It's football. So, good to have. All right. So here is our first question. Yes. I'm going to show you pictures of two young men we have here for everybody. Trevor Lawrence, Clemson University. He has great hair, by the way. Great what, do you, hair. what do you think of his hair? Uh, Joe Burrow, Louisiana State University. Don't comment on the hair. Oh, okay. We want a. We want a. Who's more handsome? That's not the question. So I shouldn't comment on the hair. No, you can't. Actually. You can do hair. whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know. What, we don't know what. We have no idea what's going on here. Who is going to have a better game on Monday night, Trevor? Or Joe? Well, I love his hair. Never, ladies do. It has a nice shine to it, doesn't it? Very much. I like the color, too. It looks natural. Birthday help. Yes. October 6th, 1999. Mr. Burrow, October 10th, 1996. Well, see, him being 10-6 um, is, a, you know, he's a Libra. Okay. And a Libra is a scale. Okay. So they're always trying to find the balance. Uh, they're accused of they can't make their decisions, vodka gin, vodka gin, vodka gin, but that's not true. <laughs> they're just trying to do the right thing, okay? So if you see him doing that, you know, should I, shouldn't I, cast or don't pick it up, you know, that's, that's, that's Libra. He can't help himself. But this gentleman here, got a good feeling about this guy. Mm. Very good feeling about this guy. So um, he's a winner, okay? Yeah. Uh, he's a... Uh, more hit to himself, more um, not showing the seesaw, you know, looking for the balance. Okay. Um, more confident guy, but definitely right here. he'll do better. All right. Okay. You heard it right here first, LSU fans. Joe Burrow will outplay Trevor Lawrence on Monday night, according to Priestess Katharina. Absolutely. All right. Next question. We have a couple other handsome men. Manly men. Who is going to have the better night on Monday night? Coach O, Coach Orgeron, we coming. Or Coach Dabo Sweeney, Clemson University. Which of these two men will have a better night 
on Monday night. Better not meaning their... Who will, who will maximize their abilities? A matchup of wits. So ah, Daba was yes. born on January 20th, 1969. Coach Orgeron is born uh, July 27th, 1961. I didn't think he was a day over a 1933 birthday. <laughs> fire with stubborn. Hmm. Okay. So Who's fire? He is. Yeah. Coach O is fire. Yeah. And this is very stubborn. Coach Dabo is fire. Little old Clemson, he's stubborn. Um, you know, both put on a, a really good uh, performance and show, mm-hmm. uh, but I like this guy. Mm. Okay, he seems to uh, have better direction and uh, uh, telling his uh, people what to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy is kind of just too flaunty for me. <laughs> I'm just feeling, you know, too much action going on. This guy is serious to the punch, you know, let's do this. And he's kind of, you know, dancing around trying to do, let me get you off your game for a moment. That's yeah. his strategies. It's like monosyllabic versus multisyllabic is what you're saying. Yeah, he's trying to get, it's a, he thinks that's a strategy. So I kind of like this guy because he's very true blue. Okay. All right. Coach All right. Orgeron will have a better night on Monday night. So that means the LSU quarterback and the LSU coach will outperform their counterparts. Priestess Katharina does not predict games because the mafia wants what after you, right? <laughs> and every, every bookie. Every oh, bookie in yeah. New Orleans. I bet there's a lot of bookies in New Orleans. This is a type of town that has a few bookies. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, we just got it in Mississippi that you can go in and, and play it. Oh, you know? uh, that's a good point. So that's a good point. We, we didn't have that before. I think yeah. New Orleans is not as progressive as Mississippi on something. It's very yeah. interesting. Well, and don't forget about the Yahoo Sports uh, app. You can bet on your phone. You can gamble too. on the app. Yes. Now, very important. We have a great partnership with MGM. Download it. Wonderful. You can also watch NFL well, this games. Was many, many moon, NFL this was many, many moons ago, and I don't like to predict games since then. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so we're not predicting the final score here, but we are. I mean, if the coach and the quarterback are going to have a better night. So that is our uh, preview show here. Uh, I mean, what else do you need here? So those gentlemen were the uh, coach and the quarterback. Yeah. The younger ones were the quarterback. The older yeah. ones were the coach. So there you go. LSU. Both from LSU. Both for LSU. So there yeah. you go. We have it. Yeah, it's probably good for business, right? There won't be a lot of Clemson fans right. here. So I think that's uh, I think that's a good strategy. Now, I'm sure you listen because everybody <laughs> does. Um, and we have a few ongoing sagas that we're trying to figure out the the results of. Okay, so I'm just going to hit months discussing these, like more hours than you could possibly imagine. So I'm going to show you a couple well, pictures. I'm glad to be of service. Yes, yes no, thank, thank you. you. Thank this you very much. Yeah. And if anyone is in New Orleans, come by. Uh, her shop here on Decatur. It is a terrific. You'll you'll find out more about you. I'm a little terrified uh, to find out my future because I f- believe it probably involves bail, <laughs> something like that. It happens. It, ha- it does it happen. It happens. Bail, I, definitely not kale. Bail. I have a couple <laughs> defense attorneys in town I can call, so I'm good. All right, so here I is, got one for you. Though. All right, good. Yeah. We need that too. <laughs> All right. Here is what we have. We are. I'm going to show you a picture. Should I give any background information? I, let me give her a little bit. Okay. There was a kangaroo that we've been following. In Australia? Uh, no, no, he was in Guntown, Mississippi. <laughs> and he escaped from his pen. You Gun, know? Guntown? Yeah. yeah, it's a town called Gun. Go yeah. figure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. Sorry, I don't know it. But okay. you, yeah. you want to go there? Probably. No. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to be careful. Guntown, Mississippi. Uh, anyway, guess how he escaped from his pen? He jumped over it. That's uh, it's, it's a kangaroo. I mean, what? they should have thought of that, shouldn't they have? Had they come to you, would you have not said, I foresee <laughs> needing to build a higher fence? Yes. Okay, see, this is why you, everybody who's starting a small – any you should come here 
to Priestess Katharina. All right, so we're trying to find out. I'm just going to show you a picture, and you tell me, like, where is – because we're a little nervous. I mean, it's a kangaroo loose in a town called Guntown. We're thinking it might have got shot by a deer hunter or something. We don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he – I'm. A, Get it? You're in, you're in your you're ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's got the she's got the uh what is that? Magnifying, Magnifying glass. glass. Yeah. Yeah. Very sophisticated <laughs> item, Dan. I'm glad I was here to <laughs> interpret did, that for I you. Did. Shows my age. Yeah. Shows mine okay. too. Okay. So okay. what you're gonna do is you're going to grab there's a chalice on Princess Katarina's table filled with chicken bones. And you want me to grab the chicken bones. As how many, many as you can. How many as I can. And then I want you just to cast them. Cast them down I've on the Danny wings. He can grab a lot. I, <laughs> I've, been, I've been working my entire career <laughs> for this moment. <laughs> All those chicken wings yeah. I expense. All right. Just put it right down on this mat. Yeah, looking, and we're going to find out what happens. Cast them. Okay. Okay. So he's alive. Oh, hey, all, right. all right. Good news. All right. Good news. He's alive. He has a family oh. that put some little food out there and they're trying to oh like a him. human family oh. i thought i was like he met another kangaroo no 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 no, no. <laughs> kangaroo tinder no he's <laughs> hop left i um, made priestess gathering a laugh that's pretty <laughs> i heard about that tinder <laughs> i have nine I, you do not need to go on I tinder nine... you know what's happening I... you know if there's like a great guy coming down the street that's the whole point of your job. You should just be like, I'm going to go over here and meet this great guy. I met the great guy 50 years okay. ago. I still got him. All, All right. right. Good, good job. You. Lucky for so, him. Um, he has a new family, human family. Okay. Okay. And they're feeding him, luring him, seeing his temperament and everything. So they're keeping him. So he's well, very much alive. Nobody ate him. Nobody shot him. All right. And uh, he's being taken care of. All's well that ends well wow. in Mississippi. For our right. listeners, that is big news. That is big I mean, news. we've been very worried about the kangaroo in And I'm, I'm very passionate because of what's going on in Australia. Of course. Yes. No, so that is I'm glad awful. that we have one yes. here. Good news here. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Now, we've also been um, – oh, should I – you put those back. Okay. Am I going to cast bones again? Yes. All right. Gotten good at it, I think. How about him? Yeah, Pete, you want to cast the next bones? I mean, uh... this is an actual <laughs> chicken. This is a chicken story. Okay, this is a real chicken story. With chicken uh, bones. With chicken bones. So I okay. think this will actually. Oh, shaking the chicken bones. All right, you got to like reset the magic. Yes. Okay. All right. So we have been following a war, not the one that is you know a lot of like these other TV stations. Corporate war. We have been dealing with the chicken war. Have you heard of the chicken war between Popeyes? And Chick-fil-A. No. Which uh, do you ever eat a Chick-fil-A? Never have. You eat a Popeye's though. When I ate chicken, yes. Oh. Okay, you have chicken bones. You don't eat chicken? No. Are you a vegan? Yes. How about that? Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> All right. So anyway, these two chicken companies are in I a know what dispute. They are. Yeah, they're in a dispute. Copeland, okay. uh, uh, Copeland is the was the owner of uh Popeyes. Popeyes? Yeah. Okay. Well, now. Uh, Louisiana based company, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Copeland. Yeah. Okay. He so. has the uh, cheese uh, cake place here and the. Um, so, forth. so, Louisiana Kitchen. Yes. And so, this kind of. Copeland's restaurant. He always used to put the all the beautiful lights in the city park for Christmas. Oh, okay. very nice. All right. We got the Louisiana Chicken Place and we got like the Atlanta based Chick fil A and Clemson's kind of close to Atlanta. So, we're making it a. There's a lot going on here for our purposes. So I'm going to show you a picture of the two CEOs here. On the right, 
Well, the Popeye CEO, I don't know what his name is. And then <laughs> on the left is uh, Dean Cathy. He's the Chick-fil-A CEO. Okay, so who is going to win the chicken war? I know you don't like predicting sports results, but who is going to win the chicken Who's war? Who's this one? That's the Chick-fil-A guy. And this is? That's the Popeye. The Popeye's guy looks like Dan Levitard. Okay, so I want you to oh, okay. grab some votes yeah. and cast them. All right. I'm going to grab as many as I can. Don't look at they the make map. fun of me for eating healthy, but oh. I do like chicken wings. I didn't drop any, did I? No. Okay. Popeye's. Popeye's uh, going to win. Uh, we are winner chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good stuff there on Popeye's. Yeah. All right. Princess Katarina's gone with the home team Sell three your times. Chick-fil-A stock. LSU and now the now Popeyes. All right. Well, thank you very much for your 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 wisdom, your talent, your spirit, all of that. Uh, please come down and visit Princess Katharina on uh, Decatur Street here in the French Quarter. It is a wonderful shop. Intuitions. Intuitions. And Intuitions. Thank, and th- thank you for stopping in, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Thank you. And many many blessings for the new year. With health, happiness, prosperity, uh, twenty twenty, the new millennium brings good peace on Earth. Lot getting rid of a lot of the negativity and only the positivity. All right, we need all the help we can get with us too. I can tell you that. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Please, we're going to discuss the game after the game with uh, Pat, Pete, and I. So let's enjoy the game and then uh, check us out after the game. We will be uh, up pretty quickly on the podcast. Talk to you guys all on uh, well, basically Tuesday morning. 